2: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
0: this podcast on 97.3 the fan is brought to you by hamul casino san diego's closest casino real close real friendly real fun
3: all right uh, kicking things off in the four o'clock hour welcome back to Gwyn and chris chris hello tony Gwynn Jr. jr's in san francisco uh he is off uh, getting ready for uh preparing for tonight's uh, broadcast, uh, Padres and Giants, you'll hear it here on 97.3 The Fan following Sam Levitt's pregame show, which starts at 545. We're on the air until then. Crisello, Matt Scraby alongside here at the Odyssey Palace. we got a little Chris first. the fans coming your way here. Chance for you to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. And uh, judging by my performance of late, you're going to have a really good chance to win Chris versus the fans. So uh, dial in at 833 I think we had a first-time player yesterday We came we came on with his daughter. Yes. And uh, they were able to take me down. I took myself down. I should have known Joey Votto. 40, uh, 40th birthday home run question, and uh, I just boxed that up completely. I'm glad someone said it. Yeah, I did. It's all right. I mean, uh, when you when you when you live in a when you live in a high profile existence like I do, oh, you, yes. have to, you have yes. to acknowledge you have to acknowledge your failures once in a while. Screaming. Hey, you know, know what, Chris? Right. You're just giving it your all. You're doing what you're
4: at, what is asked of you.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, it's not like I came on today and said, you know, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna do a show in back-to-back days or anything like that. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm just kidding, Josh Hader fans. I'm just kidding. Uh, hey, and I, I, speaking of Josh Hader, real yeah. quick, we're getting a lot of pushback, and we're I, getting the pushback. Yeah, it's what because
4: it's because we've been having this conversation over the duration of the show. Yeah, and so it's evolved a couple times. Right, it, and it, it, some people might not hear the whole yes, everything we've said. Exactly. So if you if you are not quite finding what we're saying to be agreeable, go back to 2 p.m. because we really broke it down in the first yeah, half hour of I mean, the show. I think
3: we're fairly critical of what Josh Hader had to say. And at the same time, we're trying to see both sides of the story. You may have only heard us discuss one side of that story. Uh, Josh Hader will be uh, no doubt available tonight if the Padres should need him. Uh, Manny Machado is not in the starting lineup tonight in San Francisco. Padres may or may not be eliminated uh, by game time. Cubs take on the Braves here in about 20 minutes in Atlanta. If the Cubs win, that would officially uh, extinguish the Padres' playoff hopes, but if the Cubs lose, Padres could uh, stay alive with a win in San Francisco. Later on Seth Lugo makes the start tonight for the San Diego Padres. Coming up on this show, we're going to have our Fantasy Football League update coming up in about 15 minutes uh, after Chris the fans, People like to follow our Fantasy Football League for some reason. Uh, maybe it's just because you like to enjoy my failure. Uh, I don't know. We will talk <laughs> about where we all stand in the Fantasy Football League here in a little while, but uh, we'll also get into the Big Five. Tony will rejoin us for that. And then in the five o'clock hour, amazing, incredible stats from the 2023 Major League Baseball season. Uh, the Padres 0 and 12 extra innings record is among those. But time now to play some trivia, our daily game, our daily contest where you can qualify for a chance to win a two night stay at the West. You want to read this? Yes, My voice is, no, uh, it's okay. as everybody it's can okay. maybe tell out there. Is, you rest. Yeah, I'm struggling you rest. a little
4: You will be qualified for a chance to win a two-night stay at Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino and a private VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook. With a $250 food and beverage credit experience, high-action entertainment, the best race and sports book in Las Vegas. The best of Las Vegas race and super, sports Superbook is the largest in the world. And Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino features newly designed premier rooms, part of their $70 million room renovation. Home of legendary Vegas fun must be 21 plus. If you have a gambling problem, call
3: 1-800-GAMBLER. You will also, that is a qualifier. Does, does that mean if I have a Scraby problem, I can call 1-800-SCRABY?
0: Uh, Go ahead and
3: do that over there. Go ahead and do that over there. That's funny. You will be
4: qualified for Vegas, but you will actually win a pair of tickets to Bellator MMA 300 on October 7th at Pechanga Arena. Tickets are on sale now at axs.com. And we are going to have a... MMA or Bellator MMA guest on Thursday so keep okay keep in mind we'll be talking some MMA I'll on have Thursday. to try to think of some questions for that all right here we go let's uh, start with the open I guess that's where we start Chris that's a good place
0: if you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself. Howdy-do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan.
4: All right, the rules. You have to make it through three questions. Each question will get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you are eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. If you're a first-time player, let us know. Before we get into it, you get the first question for free on this turn. So, with that all said, let's go to the phones and go to... A name I don't really recognize, Oscar in Chula Vista. Chula Vista, what's up, Oscar?
3: Hey, how's to go Hi, Oscar. Got off work. Oh, you just got off work. Yeah. Okay, you don't sound like. Yeah, a, man. You don't sound Marcus? like a grouch. Wow! Wow! I'm uh, sorry. Uh,
5: no, when I'm listening to you guys, you guys are funny, man. You guys are right now, Oscar.
0: That's true. I don't know who you guys were
5: talking to, but he was funny. I know he was a football player, but
0: oh, Marcus, oh, Marcus, Marcus McNeil, yeah. yeah, Marcus McNeil. Yeah,
3: He's a funny guy. (laughs)
0: All
4: right, Oscar, are you a first-time player? I'm just going to ask you because you're such a nice guy. Yes. All right. First time. Over to question number two for Oscar. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Uh, What NFL team is the only team – not the only team, sorry. There have been two NFL teams since the year 2000 to go 0-16 in a single season. Name both teams. Can you be the question? I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I know I, yeah. I, no, I butchered that no, question.
3: yeah. You you're, you're well within your rights yes, to ask for yes. that question All to right. be re-read. Here we go.
4: Here we go. What two okay. NFL teams since the year 2000 have gone 0 and 16 in a single season?
0: Would it be the Browns?
4: And one more.
3: And
0: one more. This? And the Jaguars.
3: The Jaguars. Ooh, the Jaguars. I
4: like Oscar, man. Oscar, Oscar,
3: you're all right, man. I appreciate you calling, but it's the Lions. uh, It's the other one. But thanks for playing, and definitely play again, Oscar. You're a breath of fresh air. It's nice having you on the show. Have Very a good cool. one. Very cool. All
4: right. I feel bad for that. Yeah, I but do we're too. just going to move on to the next one because I completely forgot as I was reading the question, Chris, that the, we
3: just talked about the Browns. We just talked about this a little while ago. Yeah. So, I, so that's I why had I had to change it in the right. middle
4: of it because I only put one team down. <laughs> ah, I see. All right. Let's get to our next contestant. Let's go to Ronnie and Rancho Bernardo. Ronnie, what's up? Ah, that's a good idea. Hey, how we doing? Hi, Pretty Ronnie. good. Are you ready to play, Ronnie? I'm ready to play. All right. There here we, we go. go. Here we go. Jalen Hurts played for two colleges. Played football for two colleges. Which two did he play for? Oklahoma and Alabama. Oklahoma and right. Alabama is correct. correct. Nice
3: job, Ronnie. He threw one. Hit. Oh, and I'm a first time
4: player. Oh, he's a first time player.
3: Yeah, you just got that one in the bonus. So. Well, we're going to yeah. That was just a good answer. That from was you. just a good answer, Ronnie. Yeah. yeah, you gotta you gotta say it right before we start. But I'm sorry, I, I was just gonna say Jalen hurts threw an unbelievable touchdown pass last night. That Didn't one. See it. Yeah, you did. It was right here in the studio. Oh yes, just over Zacchaeus. the edge. He was moving to his left, through to his right, fifty yards down the field, lofted it over the safety's fingertips. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful,
4: beautiful. All right, Ronnie. Here we go. Question number two. Uh, what Rams player won Super Bowl MVP two seasons ago when they won it all? Oh, he's got that. Ooh, good uh, I am going to go with Matthew
3: Stafford. Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Stafford. Mm. There, Matthew Stafford would have won the award, but he let somebody fall off a stage without helping them. Oh or my keep. goodness! Uh, Cooper Cup was the guy. Cooper unfortunately, Cup. Ronnie. Sorry, I'm sorry about that, Ronnie. Ronnie. Good Thanks call. for playing. Thanks for playing. Play again now that you've got your feet wet. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, All right. Mm-hmm, Next up,
4: mm-hmm. let's go to Thomas in
3: San Diego. All right, Thomas.
4: Thomas are you Hi, there? Good, Chris.
0: Go, go, Dolphins.
3: Yeah. Oh. Okay, Thomas. Oh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll buy into that thought. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know. I I'm was caught kidding. off guard. I'm just there. kidding, Thomas. He's like the first person to call us and say, Go Dolphins in like four years, so I wasn't ready for it. All well, right, there Thomas. You
4: go. Thomas the Dolphin. We're going to question number one. I think Thomas
3: deserves the Dolphin Sounder just for oh, coming on and saying that. He does, okay. Yeah, he's got to get that. Um, let's do... This is for you, Thomas. <laughs> I... uh, never mind, never yeah, mind. I All right, Thomas.
4: This is a weird question. What is a buccaneer? What is a buccaneer? A pirate. A pirate is correct. A pirate. Oh, that's what I was looking for, Chris. You got it right. All right, here we go to question number two. What is a buccaneer? <laughs> Who are the only brothers to both win Super Bowl MVP?
1: Super
0: Bowl MVP. Ooh, that's a good one. Um...
4: Who? I'll ask it again. Who are the only brothers to both win Super Bowl MVP? I have no idea.
3: No <gasps> idea. Do you know, Chris? I think it's something that he does know, but it just kind of mm. one of those things where it slips your mind. Probably. Yeah, because Eli and Peyton Manning would be pretty. That pretty is easy, correct. Thank yeah, you for playing, it's one Thomas. Of those ones to get you. Thomas, thanks for playing. And thanks for the thought on the Dolphins. And,
4: and here you go, Thomas, just for you. Again, he
3: gets it. I always feel bad once people lose for some reason. I'm
4: always like so tough as they come out. You
3: don't feel bad when I lose. No, I don't feel bad at
4: all. For How come you don't feel bad for me? Because you play every day. I see. Brandon El Cajon, what's up? Hey, guys. How you doing? Pretty good. good. How are you, Brandon? Good
0: luck to you. Not bad.
4: All right. Brandon is a veteran player. We go to question number one. RG3 played college football where? Baylor. Baylor. is correct. I kind of forgot about that until I looked it up. Waco, Texas. Waco is correct. Here we go. Question number two. Who leads all of Major League Baseball in home runs right now? This minute. This minute. Uh, Matt Olson is correct. Two for two. He's got 53.
3: Uh, Yeah, I believe, unless he hit one. No, they didn't play yesterday. so still so yeah. got 53. He's got eight more than Schwarber and Alonso. Wow. You know who leads the American
4: League? Uh, in home runs? Yeah. Isn't it uh, Gar- uh, Adolis Garcia? Still
3: Shohei Ohtani. Oh. 44. Okay. Still on top. Wow, he hasn't played
4: in like three weeks. Nah. All right, here we go. Brandon, for the qualification in the MMA tickets, question number three. Donovan McNabb was selected second overall in the 1999 NFL draft. Which quarterback was selected ahead of him?
0: I don't know if the Chargers
4: had the first pick that year,
3: but was it Ryan Leaf? Ryan Leaf is... Incorrect, but stay there. Stay there. I think you missed, missed it by one year. Uh, now I know this one. You? How do you know this one? You don't know, know
4: anything it. about the draft.
3: Nah, you're right. I don't know this. Tim Couch. Oh, I'm sorry, Brandon. He sucked, too. Tim Couch? Yeah. Thank you for calling, Brandon. Who picked him? The the Cleveland, Browns, I think, yeah. yeah. The Browns. He one was of their a Kentucky mistakes. quarterback? I think so. All it's right. incredible It's incredible to me how you can miss so badly on like you know a quarterback like that. Yeah. Uh, when you've got Donovan McNabb, one of the great NFL quarterbacks right there and you, you know, you go the wrong direction. It just shows how the draft is a risky business.
4: It is a risky business for sure. Now
3: we have one more player before we
4: get to the tiebreaker segment or session or whatever it is. Uh, Let's go to you pick Chris one through six. Just name one. Uh, give me number three. Three is angel. Angel. How are you doing? Angel.
0: Hey, happy Tater Talk Tuesday. Tater Talk Tuesday. <laughs> Very good. Angel, I love it. I love it. Angel tater Hernandez talks. is in mid season four. <laughs> okay. I don't
3: know why I thought of that.
0: Oh, Angel hey. Hernandez
4: is in mid season four. <laughs> 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 I hope no, no, I hope no, we're we're saying it's a good thing. It's a it's a good yeah, thing. We're, we're, it's that a that happy reference,
3: Angel. It's a happy
4: reference. Uh-huh. All right. Here yeah. we go. Question number one. What is it called when a Green Bay Packer player jumps into the stands?
3: Huh. Ants in your pants. <laughs> That's a Lambo leap. Oh. That is a Lambo hey, Angel, leap. Nice job. Getting... I tried to throw him off. I always
4: despised the Lambo leap when I was well, little. because you young, root for the Packers. Yeah, and I saw it a lot as a kid. Yeah. All right, here we go. Angels, question number two. Uh, how many players can NFL teams roster... At
3: a time. Mm.
0: Oh, uh, Tough one. I'm
3: take a wild guess
4: here. Wait, say again?
0: Wild guess and say 42.
4: 42,
3: 42. is incorrect. <clears throat> Stay there. I wouldn't say this is a wild guess. This is just a guess. 53. 53 is correct. Sorry, Angel. Enjoyed having you on. All right. We are going to go to the tiebreaker round. I I don't don't have have, a tiebreaker. No, no,
4: no. no. We have the tiebreaker because I don't have any more questions we went through. Oh. Or I don't have any more number two questions. I got you. All right. So I'm going to pick a random
3: player, and I am going to... How about Brooks Robinson? Okay, He passed away today. But you were
4: just looking at his stats.
3: Well, it doesn't mean all have them all memorized all right brooks robinson word for word brooks robinson passed me. away today at the age of 86 the human vacuum cleaner did <laughs> i just love that nickname that is a great nickname
4: okay let's go to jeremy in oceanside jeremy are you there hi jeremy i am here how are you guys doing Tyler? very good pretty good have you uh, heard the tiebreaker before
5: i'm a first time player
3: oh we'll first save that player. for
4: next time
3: Yeah, this is just a tiebreaker. Yeah, this is just uh, a
4: tiebreaker. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give Chris, I'm going to ask Chris a question, and he has to give a a number answer. And then you're going to guess if the actual answer is higher or lower than what Chris guessed. So, you'll get it here in just one second. You get a
3: 50 50 shot to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas right here.
4: Brooks Robinson, Chris.
3: Yeah. How many. RBIs did he have in his career. Oh my goodness. He played twenty-eight seasons or twenty-six seasons. Um he had uh what two thousand RBIs. Two thousand RBIs.
4: Jeremy, is the actual answer higher or lower?
3: Uh I'm gonna say higher.
2: Higher. higher.
4: Sorry,
3: feeling. Jeremy. By the way, he's only played 23 years. or 23 only, seasons, yeah. yeah. 2,000 was pretty high.
4: Uh, he had 1,357 RBIs. Uh, sorry, Jeremy. All uh, right. go Let's go to our, go next, to our next contestant, Andy. What's up, Andy? That wasn't a very good guess by me, by the way. Oh, not much. How about you guys? Uh, we're oh, you know, in, just Andy. trying to get through hanging this game. In. Good yeah. luck to you. Here we go. Let's see, Chris, yeah. how many games? I don't know why I said it like that. How many games... Did Brooks Robinson play in his career?
3: Brooks Robinson, 23 seasons, you said. Yes. Uh, I always try to give a decent uh, guess on this, but I can't. I don't have time to add it up. Uh, 23, I, I'm figuring about 150 games a year. So that's 230. That's 36 Going to need a guess. Yeah, 3,500 games.
4: 3,500 games. Andy, is the actual answer higher or lower than 3,500?
3: I'm going lower this time. You're
4: yeah, gonna going to go lower. lower this time, and you would be correct, sir. No. Hey, Andy? Stay there, Andy. It was the actual answer 2,896 games. All right.
3: Yeah, Man, that's a lot of games.
4: You want to know what's kind of crazy is that his 162 game average throughout his entire career, Chris, comes to 162 games. I've never seen that before. Those guys didn't sit out, man. No. They didn't sit he out. He played one sixty three twice in his career.
3: Yeah, because of rainouts, they would count a game as a Oh you know, really? Back yeah. in the day? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. yeah if or if the game got suspended, then they would start up again. And anyway, yeah. That's no. crazy. Why would yeah. they count that? Yeah, look at that. Nineteen sixty one through nineteen sixty four, he didn't miss a single game. Nope. So those were the days. All right. Good job by you, Andy. We'll take a break, check some traffic. He wins Christmas to the fans today when we come back. Who is not winning in fantasy football? That would be me. My hand is raised to find out my disastrous situation when we come back on Gwyn and Chris.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
4: This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by balancepro.org. Are you a senior and homeowner who is struggling with day-to-day expenses? Balance offers reverse mortgage counseling, a loan that enables you to withdraw a portion of your home's equity for expenses. Learn more and visit balancepro.org or call 1-888-456-2227. Gwen and Chris, and Chris is about to tell you about his fantasy football season, so it can't come
3: back on me. Disastrous so far, Scraby. Uh, welcome back to the program, everyone. 4.26 is the time. Tony comes back and joins us for the Big Five. Our fantasy football update. It's early in the season, of course, but can never be too late to start panicking, Scraby. The, uh, <laughs> is Crisella, that where you're at? Yeah, the Crisello Ball Club, the only winless team in the league oh. at 0-3. Uh, everybody else has at least one win. Including uh, you, or including Tony. Tony's one and two. Mm. Uh, you're one of the seven teams on top with a two and one record. Nobody's undefeated in our league. So, just like last year, it's very uh, competitive. But uh, I haven't found my way to the winner's circle yet. You will. Uh, the Scraby Club at two and one. You have allowed. Get this. You've allowed 305 points in three games. Mm-hmm. I've allowed 423. See, I. Can't and that's complain. where you cannot. You cannot control how much your opponent scores no but it does it's very annoying though it is and uh so in fact i've outscored you this year in terms of points super four. annoying but uh here's one of the things i found interesting they they calculate this on espn.com i don't know where they come up with this but chances of making the playoffs oh yeah this right is crazy. now matt scraby's team 79 percent chance you are the ninth leading scoring team in the league. Why is your percentage of making the playoffs so high? Because of my projection the rest of the year. That's why projections, I, lo- I look at them, but I don't know why I look at them because they mean nothing. They mean nothing. I have a 14% chance of making the playoffs, so I'm already kind of eliminated. But I did get some good news today. I uh, I was I, Since I'm in 0-3 and in last place, I have first pick on the waiver wire this week, so nobody can get in front of my, predict, my pick, whoever I want. And I found out that uh, Braden surprenant last week dropped Devon Achan of the Miami Dolphins. The wow, guy who a... scored like 51 points. He scored 54 points last week. I'm going to my fantasy app to try uh, to add him now? And you can't. Or you can add him in another league, but you can't add him in our league because I'm putting in for him. Waivers haven't and, gone through yet. and I But I get the first pick, so the fact that I chose him means I'll get him. Uh, anyway, it was Devon Achan. Last week, but he has now come out and told the Miami Dolphins and everybody that his at, last name is actually pronounced A Chan. Yeah. So, uh, Devon A Chan will become a member of my fantasy team going forward. Whether or not that helps me get out of the 0 and 3 hole or not will still be determined. Yes. We'll see. All right. Be we'll keep determined. you up to date with our fantasy season as it gets a little more involved, but, uh, we're still early in that right now. Hopefully nobody else out there is 0 and 3. Hope you guys are all doing a little better than I am. Uh, Gwyn and Chris comes back with a big five when we return. Tony returns as well, so stick around. Welcome back to the program. 435 is the time. Chris Ello. Tony Gwynn Jr. will be uh, stepping back into the booth in San Francisco shortly because we've got a big five. That's coming up. Padres baseball is coming up. Will the Padres still be alive for a (laughs) postseason berth by this evening? We'll find out. The uh, Cubs are playing the Braves right now. If the Cubs win, then it's curtains for the Padres. No score. Cubs and Braves, they're going to the second inning. I just received a tweet or an X from at Will Alma, uh, Emma, 1641
4: talking about Colin Kaepernick Sent a letter to the Jets today, Chris. Yes, he did. Trying to to um, to sell his services. Yeah, he put references on it and everything. Jim Harbaugh was a reference. Yeah, John Harbaugh was a reference. Now,
3: William is asking us: Do we think it, this is a publicity stunt? Publicity stunt? No, it's not. I mean, Colin Kaepernick really wants to play in the NFL. And aren't we past the whole blackballing thing? I mean, I that was like, sp- that's so five years ago. I guess not. But I mean, apparently just nobody wants to give him a shot. It seems to me Colin Kaepernick left-handed with a, you know, and not <laughs> allowed to run could do at least half as well as Zach Wilson. I, if I'm why the would Jets, the Jets not want to at least try it? If I'm the Jets, I'm bringing him in for a workout see what he can do. I mean, the Jets are bringing in Trevor Simeon. There's that, no better. Haven't we been down that road before? He can't play. Yeah, I don't Trevor even know Simeon why terrible i don't know why they're bringing him why would they in? bring him in and not want to bring in colin kaepernick i i don't get it i don't get it either but i mean if, if colin kaepernick stinks then fine so be it but at least let's see this we is, know that we know that travis Simeon stinks yes you know we do
4: uh this is how he started it. yeah trevor Simeon. this is how uh colin Ka- Ka- kaepernick starts it joe To Joe Douglas, I hope this letter finds you in great spirits despite the less-than-ideal start to a big season. I'm wishing you, your staff, and the players a great game this weekend as you look to bounce back. And then he goes into a two-page thing about why he needs to be a quarterback, which, if I'm him, I'm doing it. But I don't understand it either, why they won't give him a workout or bring him in or whatever
3: it is that people are upset about with him. RG3 today came out and said... Guess who is the hands-down MVP frontrunner right now in the National Football League through three weeks? Tua. Uh, yeah. Tua Tangabaloa. All right, let's get to uh, Tony's... Dri- Dolphins fans are getting a little too much We're here. getting a little bit too crazy with yes. this 3-0 start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, we're going to be brought back down to earth. Don't worry. They're at Buffalo this week. Uh, traffic and then uh, Big Five.
6: the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light.
1: Stop what you're
0: doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. Oh. The one. The only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3, The Fan.
4: Oh man, we know it's going to be a good Big Five when Chris is doing air guitar to the uh, Big Five song. It's good stuff. It's good
5: stuff, he It says. is good stuff. I was air guitar into it It's good to be time back time. on
3: American soil, Scraby, oh, okay. listening to this European music for two weeks. What so.
4: how, Did you, like, get a, a super virus while you were there? Because your voice is completely different. No, nah, it's so
3: probably it just, just the... Uh, no, no. Oh, uh, cribs. Cribs. It's probably the smoggy air in Barcelona that's carried over. (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
4: just affected your entire lungs. Exactly. All right. Well, let's get into it so Chris can breathe easy. (laughs) Number five. (laughs) We don't need you to take any more breaths than you already are. But uh, Aztecs football is where I'm going with this. For the second straight week, San Diego State has had a player leave the football team with plans to enter the NCAA training portal. Senior quarterback Dallas Branch informed the SDSU coaching staff yesterday he was leaving the program. And he uh, said in a text message to Kirk Kenny, quote, After the past few games and talking things over with the coaching staff and my family, I have come to the conclusion that it is best for me to utilize my redshirt this season and leave the team for the remainder of the year. I'll be graduating in December with my degree in accounting and I want to be able to pursue my master's degree. I'll be entering the transfer portal as a graduate transfer, end quote. Dallas wasn't getting as much playing time as he'd like this year and uh, has decided to move on, Coach Brady Hoke said. Uh, that was a quote, actually, that I didn't read, but
3: that was from Brady Hoke.
4: Uh, let's start with you, Tony. Is there something more is to this? Is the air
3: from Barcelona affecting your <laughs> no, thought no, process just, as it's well? Just, it's
4: just me, Chris. Uh. It's just me. I got a head full of air from Barcelona. Okay. <laughs> Tony, is there something more to this, or should we take it at face value?
5: I don't know. I, I mean, you, you like to take this one as a, a graduate a a graduate, a graduate. You know, soon to yeah. be uh, soon to be graduate, right? So he gets the option to to transfer when it's all said and done. Um, they have that kind of cut out in the rules, so um, and he's not getting the playing time that that he wanted. It's it's not as though he's a freshman and is you know taking his talents elsewhere by hopping into the portal. Um, so you know, I, I don't have a problem with this. this is, he's trying to find a, an another avenue. He's going to redshirt the rest of this year. Um, but, you know, this is, as you mentioned, this is the, not the first one that has decided to change shop. Now, some of this is just kind of how business affairs are in college football. But um, when you throw in the, the, um, the struggles that the team has had, it only will, will bring the thought of, is this something bigger? And I don't know that we have the answer to that at this point.
4: What do you think, Chris? Uh, is there something more to this, or should we take it at face value?
3: I think there's something more to this, but I think the something more to this has more to do with the uh, way college football is set up right now. And we've talked about this at length. The fact is that San Diego State football, despite its best efforts to switch conferences and get in a power conference, has not been able to do so. So as a result, the Aztecs play at less than the highest level of college football. Now, they play against teams that are at the highest level of college football, but they themselves are not there. And, you know, you look at the kind of money that's being handed out in NIL, uh, you know, contracts and things around the nation. Certain athletes that are, and I'm not saying this is one, but I'm just saying in general, San Diego State, I know in other sports, has lost some athletes because they're too good to be playing at San Diego State. They can get more money if they play elsewhere. Uh, I know the college basketball team, Brian, uh, Brian Dutcher's team, is going through this with certain you know transfers and guys that they would normally be able to recruit you know five six years ago that are holding out for more money at other schools. Um, I, I know that Dutcher and uh, and the basketball team lost a couple of guys that way. Uh, this past off season, you you would have thought after going to the national championship game, they could pretty yeah, much yeah. get any transfer that they wanted, but they couldn't because San Diego State, despite everything it's tried to do, can't offer as much money as say Alabama or Mississippi State, or whoever Colorado. it might be. Or Colorado, yeah. Yeah, you don't get free sunglasses at San Diego State. So. No, you don't get Rolls Roy- Royces like Shador Sanders either, yeah, man. That well, guy is living in style right now. Yeah, man. no, he's not living in as much style this week as he was a week ago. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, I think the, you know, in this particular instance, I think the, the fact that uh, this young man wasn't getting the playing time probably kicked off his decision process, but... Uh, I think it's something that San Diego State's going to have to deal with until further notice. All right. Number four. According to Keyshawn Johnson on Undisputed, Oregon, the
4: University of Oregon, went outside the building to make sure it didn't let Deion Sanders in Colorado leave Eugene with a win last Saturday. Here is Keyshawn on Undisputed telling us why.
0: So I spoke to somebody in the coaching fraternity right after the game. And they know some people. That coach at Oregon, and they was telling me, they said, "Man, I've never heard from a, another assistant coach of how much information was being given to that staff uh-huh. about." No, I'm just I'm yeah. being real with it yeah. about game planning against Colorado, mm-hmm. so they can beat them. Well, that everybody stacking. was stacked. They everybody's was ch- stacking.
3: All right, so what you're basically saying in that comment or what Keyshawn is saying is that uh, all coaches around the country were helping Oregon to try and beat Colorado because they don't like Dion. Is that what we're getting <laughs> I, at? I, I,
4: I don't know. I'm actually going to ask you, okay. Chris. Uh, now I've changed my question. I was going to say, do you think this should flatter
3: Colorado? But <laughs> do you think this is out of pure jealousy by other yeah. teams? Yeah, um, I, I have no idea exactly what it is, but I, I can tell you one thing. Deion Sanders' response to it will be, bring it on. Bring it absolutely on. I am so ready for it. He wants to take on the world. He loves this. It's a it's a him against the world attitude. You know, he still talks about the fact that while he was at Jackson State, people weren't watching games because they weren't playing in a in a league that anybody had. He, he said uh, a couple of weeks ago, did anybody have televisions out there? Or were <laughs> our games just not on TV? Uh, you know, he, he loves this. Uh, us against them. And, you know, so, yeah, if, if some other coaches were – piling on and trying to you know help send some information onto Oregon Dion loves that he welcomes this challenge and uh, you know I, I it was a bad loss for Colorado but I think ultimately it's going to help them down the road and as Dion said we're not going to be this bad for much longer so you better take your shot now and that, they play USC this week. I mean yeah. I, I would be surprised if they if the game is a whole lot closer against USC but uh, as long if Dion stays at Colorado for three or four years I think we've already seen what he's capable of doing.
4: Tony, what do you think about everything?
5: Um, in regards, well, to do you him. think do
4: you think that they're doing this out of jealousy? The coachings, I, I coaches. Don't know.
5: I, I don't know if they're doing it out of jealousy or not. Um, I, I'm sure it wouldn't be the first time uh, some coaches lent their uh, ideas of how to stop. Because I don't know who he would be getting his information from. None of the teams that played Dion this year have done anything to stop that offense the way Oregon did. So. Um, I, I don't. I don't know um, if it was out of jealousy or not. But as Chris said, I think it's you know I, I think Dion would welcome the challenge regardless of uh, whether that's the case or not, whether it's jealousy or not. Um, I, I think it, that I think Dion's on a mission to to do what he's doing, which is coach these kids up, get them ready for whatever's next in life, and, and do it in style. I think that's that's what he's going to do. Number
4: three. U.S. Soccer Sporting Director Matt Crocker said men's team manager Greg Burhalter and midfielder Giovanni Reyna have communicated in an effort to move forward in their relationship with Reyna set to be called into the next camp. He's healthy enough to attend. Speaking at a roundtable with reporters, Crocker said, quote, I think both Greg and Gio are in a good place to move forward, end quote. Tony, are you over this drama?
5: Um, doesn't sound like there is drama. It sounds like they are actually... Having the conversation to move forward, and so uh, I-, I think that's all good. They- they're going to have to have a conversation at some point, anyway. He's um, a pretty good player, and it sounds like the uh, you know U.S. Soccer has decided to move forward with um, was it Burk- uh, Berhalter? Berhal- Berhalter, mm-hmm. and so I don't think there is drama anymore. This is something that had to be. You know, discussed. You're going to have to get those two in a room. It sounds like they've taken a first step. Hopefully, they can mend fences and um, and, and move forward.
4: Chris, are you over this?
3: Hey, yes, I'm over it. Uh, I, I truly <laughs> am. I, I, I've been. I, I don't care. I, I honestly don't care. Is this Raina? I know Tony said he's a pretty good player. Is he the next Messi or something? Can the United States soccer program not live without this guy? I mean, it's it, 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 or can they not live without the coach? It's just, you know, the United States soccer for what we, you know, everything that we'd love it to be, is still nowhere near, you know, some of the top nations in the world, and they're still trying to get there. They've got a long way to go, so uh, they probably need everything they can get. It'd be nice to, you know, get this guy in the fold and and stop having the distract. I mean, it's, it's become a distraction. Seems to me. So it was uh,
4: top story on uh, ESPN when I clicked on it
3: this morning. Yeah, well, I, I don't get why, but maybe we we should. I, I don't know. Can the parents have the
5: coach over for a little kumbaya <laughs> session and dinner, and
3: you know, just get it all smoothed
5: out? I don't know. That, I don't know that there's actually drama. I, I think they had to have a conversation. They haven't had one. This is what adults do. So I don't really get where the drama is on this. The drama uh, but,
4: for the reason I ask drama is because when I see his name it's always in relationship to or it's always in relation to the coach and their relationship. It's never about his play, it's never about the team, it's always about how he and the coach are getting along.
5: Is that on him or is that on the media who is asking this question?
4: I believe his parents put him in this
5: spot. How, how long ago was that now? A year ago. Yeah, they haven't but, they yeah. haven't done anything since. I'm saying, like, it's on the, the consumers to move on from something that happened a year ago. They're well, not talking about it no more. Yeah, clearly.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. wake
5: me up when it's over. <laughs>
4: Number two, A Native American group filed a lawsuit against the Washington Commanders in federal court this morning that upends a long-standing cancel culture narrative about racism in sports. The Native American Guardians Association accuses the NFL franchise and new owner Josh Harris of defamation, civil conspiracy, and civil rights violations for their role in suppressing Native American history in a complaint filed in the U.S. District Court of North Dakota. Naga led a viral petition this summer demanding that the Organization reclaim its traditional Redskins identity. They want this to be to happen. It generated one hundred and fifty thousand signatures. The lawsuit stated that Commanders is a fitting name for oppressors. Chris, do they have a case? Uh,
3: get out of my courtroom!
4: <laughs> I knew you were going to say uh,
3: that. Here, here's the thing that I find interesting about this, because basically what we're t- what we're finding out now is that there's a big group of people that think Redskins was actually somewhat complimentary in a, in a, in a way of. Of uh, honoring Native yes, Americans, yes. I, as a not an Native American, I didn't feel like I was properly equipped to speak about this. But I always felt from afar that the name Redskins was not derogatory in any way towards any Native Americans. So uh, I'm sure you know different American Native Americans feel you know different about that subject, but. Um, so it's kind of it's interesting to me that it seems like a whole group of people have come around to my way of thinking on this, but it doesn't really matter, honestly, throw it out of the courtroom, because Magic Johnson, who's part owner of the Commanders, said that they're probably going to change the name one more time again anyway, so, uh, I, I don't know, maybe by the, you know, sometime next century, the Washington football team will finally have a name that sticks.
5: Tony, do they I'm, have a I'm case confused. here? I'm confused on the whole matter here. Who said what? Okay. Did what? There's uh, a
3: there's a bunch of Native Americans now, Tony, that want the name Redskins because yes. they feel but like that was that, a that was a way of saluting yes, Native Americans, it was honoring their heritage, honoring
5: that, them. That's not. I mean, is is, this, is that new? I swear that they, this group was around when it is. They were but they filed the first a, time. W-
4: they filed a lawsuit against the Commanders today. That's why it's news okay, again because they took action
5: got you um yeah I mean listen I, I think that is um clearly something that I, I was uh, was around before they have decided now to move forward with the lawsuit uh, I think it's all gonna be a moot point because I heard I read the same thing that Chris said which Magic basically said they're probably gonna change the name one more time so um it won't matter either way it was going to get changed and uh there seemed to be more than enough people who were offended by it, um, and that's why it was changed in the first place.
3: WFT. What am I referring to? <laughs> I don't know.
6: <laughs>
3: Washington for football waiting. team. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Washington it's football just, team. Yes, just stick yes, with yes. that, oh! and everybody should be happy. <laughs> Except for that guy. That was the
4: day yeah. that Chris found out. All right. Yeah. Number one. (laughs) Yankee fans. (laughs) Yankee fans have had enough of this season. And with the Yankees final home game of the year uh, being a makeup of Saturday's rainout against the Diamondbacks, there were only a few thousand fans that bothered to show up yesterday in the Bronx. It came a day after the Yankees were officially eliminated from playoff contention for the first time since 2016. Yesterday, they said the paid attendance was 41,096. But if you clearly see the pictures, only a couple thousand went. Tony, should teams give actual attendance
5: numbers? Oh, my God. First of all, this is a clickbait question. because what It's a question number one. which Because what Scraby's not telling you is the weather was absolutely atrocious. That is why they had these games on this day in the begin with, was because the weather from the most recent tropical storm has been pummeling the East Coast. So...
4: I don't in see term- how that's related to the question. <laughs> I think it's very related.
5: <laughs> so in terms of um, if they should actually say what the actual attendance is, no. They all they got paid for the attendance that they can announce. Those people paid tickets. Now, they didn't show up, most likely, because, A, it was a freaking Monday day game. Uh, so I'm sure people, you know, not everybody can skip work to go watch a baseball game. And then secondly, it was horrible weather. No one wants to sit and watch a team that is in last place uh, in bad weather play a baseball game. That's what I think it had to do with it.
3: Okay. And I think Chris. the question was definitely clickbait as well. <laughs> <It's>,
4: I, <laughs> my Number one is the clickbait of the Big Five, okay?
3: All right, I got you. I, here's the thing with the Yankees. When I was in Europe, uh, I made a note to uh, Lori about this. People walking around in uh, Italy... And in France and in Spain, every time I saw somebody wearing a Major League Baseball cap, it was that of the Yankees. Every single person. And very few of them had the black Yankee hats. They had the different color Yankee hats with the Yankee logo on it, but maybe in a color of orange or in a couple of gold or whatever it was. And it was making me think these people are not really Yankee fans. They just are, they They want to have. Yeah, they're, they they want to have something to do with American sports, so they get themselves a Yankee hat, because that's what they understand most about American sports. The Yankees are still king. And, you know, whether there was 3,000 or 4,000 uh, at the game yesterday or 41,000, it doesn't really matter. I mean, the Yankees had a bad season. They were wrapping things up in last place or second to last, wherever they are in the division there. They're not going to the postseason for the first time in several years. And the fans uh, had had enough. That's fine. It's not going to change the fact that the Yankees are still king of baseball. Should teams
4: give actual attendance numbers is what I was looking for there. Yeah,
3: we don't care about that question, so we're not answering (laughs) it. No, answer the darn... I almost swore. Answer the darn
4: question. Because I know for a fact it bothers you when teams announce like 100,000 people and there's only
3: 50 there. No, I know for a fact it bothers you. Because you're the one bringing this all up. Yeah, Exactly. These guys didn't
4: answer the question, so this is just going to be an open-ended topic for all time on this show. All right. All right. That's it for the Big Five. When we get back, we're still going to hear from A.J. Casavell. He joined us a little bit earlier, but he had more information on the goings-on of the Padres, and that's what is going to happen when we get back on 97.3 The
2: Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,